0: Today on the show, remember the Pope's Lamborghini. We do. Uh, what to do in a confession line? The glamour of evil. Our picks of the week and so much more. The Gather Underground starts right now. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. It's time for the CU Weekly. We are the podcast that attempts to tries to cut through the noise of the digital continent and bring you the topics that matter. We hope they matter. It's episode number 371. I am uh, Father Chris Decker, your host. Joining me this week, we've got Kathleen Lee. She is our locally sourced faith ninja. Yes, I am. And she's here. Hey, Kathleen. And I'm here. And jobless recently. Jobless. You know what we did?
1: I'm free-floating. I'm jobless and homeless. It's
0: killing it. That's right.
2: Fantastic. For now.
0: enough, her French bulldog chunk has a roof over his head
2: yes he does more to follow as it becomes <laughs> available yeah. from all those instagram followers
0: <laughs> <laughs> also joining us olivia Galino. she is the associate director of youth and young adult ministry for the diocese of baton rouge she has a long title but she's here it's true
2: both of those things are true mm-hmm. that's
3: right. and she makes it look so easy
0: she does <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of title <laughs> that's all right you fill it well uh, also, we've got Jeff Blackwell up on the Jeff Star 1 Near Earth Orbit Satellite, where he is the technical director of Our Catholic Underground, and he's the commandant of that self-same satellite. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Good evening, Father. going to be here with no delay this time. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, we, you know, it occurs to me we've got a lot of titles here, mm-hmm. I mean, long, long titles. Hell yeah. Usually, you get paid by the penny in long titles. Also, in the video cave, we've got Ed in the Ball pit. Yes. Yes. I'm told Over that's there. what we're supposed to call it now, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's switching the video. So if you're watching us on uh, on Catholic TV, if you're watching us on Telecare, if you're watching us. I don't know what else uh, on Catholic Live Television. You're in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. You're watching oh, us on yeah. your phone. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: If you're seeing a visual,
1: it's because of him. Yeah. So he also is doubling this week as hair and makeup. That's
0: yeah, true. That's he did, oh. true. He 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 quaffed he quaffed hair.
2: Yeah, I had a little issue with um. Some, some humidity for his hair, and he That's came right. gallantly yeah. to my rescue. <laughs> the mm-hmm. atmosphere
0: is, uh, is difficult in Louisiana right now. It's like
2: soup outside.
0: Yeah. It's mm. like a sauna. But, you know, over <laughs> on the other side of, uh, of these United States, um, something important happened. We reported a couple of weeks ago about, uh, about Sister Katie coming home uh, yeah. for, her, for her last crawfish. <laughs> and now we yeah. can report very happily to you that, uh, that Sister Katie... Is um is now she's she's, she's got a no title. Katie. She's no longer Sister yeah. Katie. She is Sister Philomena Marie of Our Lady. Um Mother, mother of the Eternal High Priest. Of the Eternal High Priest. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. quite a that's quite a title. <laughs> well, she's of quite a lady. Names. That's right, exactly. And uh <laughs> and so if you're watching us on the video feed, um you can see that uh Sister Katie is depicted with her, her uh her wedding garment on. So uh, you'll remember Kathleen that that uh, when a sister enters religious life, it is very much a marriage, mm-hmm. and so she she wears a, essentially a wedding dress and a wedding veil, and uh, as she goes into to to, uh, to the novitiate, to the liturgy to be received for the novitiate, and she takes those very first vows, uh, the wedding dress is uh, is is removed as the habit is placed over her, right, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, so the veil is replaced by um, by her. Uh, her wimple and, and and the veil there mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course um, her tunic her uh, her cincture rosary um, scapular mm-hmm. and then uh, a cowl of some kind I don't know yeah. what they call theirs but uh, I'm not sure yeah but. so
2: this picture in the middle with her hands under the scapular she was so excited to be able to do that mm-hmm. um, it's
0: like the mark of a religious to be able to to hide your hands under your scapular right yeah. oh. but that was
2: like she was you know you got to pick those little things that, that you can be excited about, like, I don't know, that stick out in your mind, um, mm-hmm. that are kind of representative of, sure. like, a particular state of life. And so that was hers. She just really was excited to be able to put her hands under her feeling.
0: Yeah, whenever whenever we would steal a monastic habit uh, for, you know, something or other in the, in the, the abbey. Um, mm-hmm.
2: We're yeah, going to be uh, w- backpedaling on that, but go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, no, so,
0: so like, uh, like it, for Halloween, sometimes we would uh, we would be able to con one of the monks into letting us borrow... Uh, a habit so that we could go as one of the other monks for Halloween. Okay. So not actually theft. No, not exactly. No, no extended borrow that sometimes they didn't always know about. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the <laughs> thing. But that was always the coolest thing was to be able to put your hands under your, mm-hmm. your scapular so that you looked like you were actually a monk.
2: To hide all mm. your Halloween candy,
0: and to hide the Halloween Ooh. candy because oh. the tunics oh. have deep pockets. Let me so, tell you,
2: little, you can hide like a lot a of Snickers tissue mark. in
0: there. Or Ew, <laughs> gross. <laughs> well, depends on whose habit you borrowed. Anyway, Ew. okay. But,
4: okay. When, I went, when I went
1: one time to visit the uh, Nashville Dominicans, yeah. it was that was the one of the uh, ways that I knew the Lord was telling me no. No, um, was that within about ten minutes I found a rack of full head to toe habits. Just waiting. And the first thought was, I wonder how long it would take for them to realize I wasn't one of them if I put one of these on <laughs> and just went around going, sister, good evening, sister. And I was like, oh. oop, strike one. Oh That's Kathleen not sister good. act. Yeah. yeah, that is not good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, sister Mary Clarence.
0: That's yeah. it indeed, yeah. yeah.
4: Sister Mary <laughs> kicked
1: Mary. out in the first five minutes. That's what I would have been.
0: <laughs> but we say, of course, uh, a, a big once again, see you, congratulations yeah. to Sister Philomena Marie. Uh, who we certainly say is one of our number. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. she, she's she been involved with Catholic Radio and um, and here at the Catholic Underground, and so it's really beautiful mm-hmm. to be able to see uh, one of our own uh, go to serve the Lord in a vocation. Yeah. Uh, that is, is quite a beautiful thing, a very real yeah. marriage, to be yeah. sure. That's what we call them, yeah. Brides of Christ.
2: Oh, yeah, and Excellent. it's uh, if you're interested, the Marian Sisters of Santa Rosa do a really good job of, they, they blog about basically everything. They do. Um, but if you go from a few days ago uh, and look at um, specifically her investiture, Mm-hmm. Um, they have like pictures. They give you kind of a step-by-step of what's happening. Um as oh, captions that's me. I haven't seen each... that post yet. Yeah, and then they give you like a really beautiful kind of spiritual reflection on everything that's happening. So uh, if you want to see more pictures, but you also want to learn a little bit about why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're good
0: Because one of the things that uh, the Marian Sisters of Santa Rosa uh, are all about is letting you see, letting you peek inside. Uh, their life yeah. uh, because part of the restoration that must take place in the church is in kind of peeling back the veil to some of those things to, to give you a little bit more of a sense of, of who we are, what we do. And of course they have a, a great deal of, um, uh, of joy for the apostles that they serve in, uh, in making those things present, making those yeah. things very present, especially the beauty of religious life, the beauty of the liturgy, um, and the beauty of, of religious vestments. And I, I understand that, uh, that mm-hmm. sister Philomena, uh, Helped to construct her habit.
2: Oh yeah, she made it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that girl made her habit. Whoa. She did.
0: Mm. That's a good habit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Yeah, she asked for permission because she's she was already starting to do seamstressy things whenever she left mm-hmm. um, for the convent, and then you know working on those skills as she's been there. Yeah. she made some of her the pieces of her her, her novice uh, habit. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. her, 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 her postulancy yeah. her sorry yeah, uh, postulancy uh, jumper jump. yeah so she made her jumper I think she made one of her veils mm-hmm. and then she was allowed to make her full fledged card carrying. <laughs> that's right,
0: that's right, exactly. And of course, if you if you um, if you are watching us on the video feed, uh, you can see that the that the the number of sisters there at the Marian Sister Santa Rosa seems to be. Beginning it's to growing, burgeon, y'all. yes, it's mm. growing, and mm. that's a beautiful thing to see that. And I know as a, as a priest, uh, one of their specific charisms is to pray for priests and yeah. for the, the holiness of priests and for the perseverance of priests. Mm. And so uh, to see uh, an order that's growing because of that apostolate mm-hmm. is really a beautiful thing. Yeah, and Maybe it's a little selfish on my part, but yeah. but I know how fragile the priestly vocation is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm. I'm very, very grateful yeah. to have those who are praying. And, uh, and so to have Sister Philomena fill in that role... Um, wonderful. If you'd like to send her some mail, oh, yeah. uh, you, you certainly can. And uh, and we'll put in the show notes um, the address yeah. to the Marian Sisters of Santa Rosa. And I bet, I bet that Sister Katie would love to have some of you uh, send her mail. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She and, loves to get mail. Uh, yeah. So uh, so we'll put that in the show notes for you. All right. Now, now there's really no way to segue into this. But it, it is a follow-up, you know, to, mm. to a, a story that we covered a while back on the Catholic Underground. So you remember uh, whenever the, the Pope... Um, had a Lamborghini come to him.
1: Yes, must be nice. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. So, <laughs> yeah, so I don't he, get uh, gifts like that. That's, that's right. He was gifted a Lamborghini and he signed it uh, with his name and and there were yeah. a lot of people around and everything. The
3: Pope Francis autographed edition Lamborghini. That's right. In fact
0: the Lamborghini is it's it's all white and it has um it has the, the yellow Vatican stripes on it. The racing oh. stripes are or yellow, yeah. like the Vatican flag,
2: because you want your Lamborghini to match. You yeah. yeah. want it to match
0: your brand. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a beaut. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, let's see. So anyway, th- this th- that happened, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, it was a hurrican painted the papal colors on May 13th. Our Lady Fatima. Right. They're, mm-hmm. they're no relation mm-hmm. um, or. To, to this situation, or maybe so. Uh, that uh, that hurrican, Was sold at auction, and uh, Sotheby's in Monte Carlo, you know, just a hop, skip, and a jump across the Mediterranean. Of course, um, they uh, they sold it uh, at auction for eight hundred and sixty-one thousand five hundred and seventy-five dollars.
2: I'm sorry, can you repeat that? (gasps) Eight hundred and
0: sixty-one thousand five hundred seventy-five dollars. Actual retail price. A lot more. (laughs) I don't actually. I don't know what the the retail price of a Lamborghini is. Any idea, Jeff? No idea. Ed. He's looking. <laughs> yeah, he's he's looking. Uh, anyway, uh, this, this cost the cost of this car uh, at auction. So you're asking yourself, well, where where's the money go? Does it go into the Pope's kitty? Where mm-hmm. does it go? Uh, the bulk of the money will go to the papal charity, aid to the church in need, towards rebuilding homes, churches, and public buildings in the Nineveh Plains of Iraq. Wow. Wow. Yeah, which of course, mm-hmm. I mean, it decimated that whole area. Mm-hmm. So how how neat that is. Uh, they'll receive over five hundred thousand dollars. To, um, to help Christians who had taken refuge in Kurdistan to return to their roots and recover their dignity. And as you know, um, in the Nineveh Plains, that's, that's one of the oldest places on the planet Earth that has been inhabited not only by, uh, by followers of the one true God, but also by Christians as well. Mm-hmm. And, so, uh, and so how beautiful that is. Uh, another recipient of the proceeds is the John the 23rd community, which offers protection and aid for women who have been victims of human trafficking and prostitution. Uh, And so this is a a beautiful uh, thing to to send money very much needed to help the rehabilitation, uh, the education, and the care of of those women uh, who who, um, have undergone great trauma. Mm -hmm. And then two Italian charities which work mostly in Africa, uh, the Guy Cam and Friends of Central Africa, will also receive uh, some of the funds to support projects dedicated to Providing medical care for women and children, of course, a very real need uh, Mm -hmm. in Africa. So, uh, I mean, I don't know that any of these words mean a whole lot to me. So the rear-wheel drive Hurricane produces 573 horsepower, which sounds like a lot. That'll have a drag a 57 Chevrolet.
4: How dare you look
0: And, yeah, uh, 398-pound-feet of torque, courtesy of a V10 engine. But that, let me tell. You, I know what that is. That's yeah. a, that's one heck of. I have a V four, <laughs> uh, so I can I can just do the math there, mm-hmm. and then um, and then it gives the ability to sprint to sixty two miles per hour or one hundred kilometers in just three point four seconds, Ooh. and a top speed of one hundred ninety eight miles per hour.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, by the way, the list price. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, you're, yeah. Okay, the for the base model yep. two hundred three thousand plus. So,
2: okay. Uh, for the base so
3: model. Just for the base model, so uh, so more hundred. than double. Um, oh oh the, the, well, eight hundred yeah, and yeah, fifty yeah, yeah. thousand dollars. Like four yeah. times. Yeah, four times. My goodness. I, I want to
2: really... know what a base. Mo- I mean, this is just my own. Yeah. What's, uh, what's uh, in my own base model Lamborghini? Yeah, a base model Lamborghini. I'm pretty sure it ain't a base model Camry. <laughs> that's
0: so, <for> sure. Oddly <laughs> enough, in the chat room, seminarian James Vu for the Diceys oh. of Baton Rouge knew that they fetch around two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Go ahead, James. He right. just knew that. Our little Lamborghini has a car
1: yeah. connoisseur. That's yeah. right, a yeah.
0: connoisseur, <laughs> carnivore. Anyway, uh, so T-Rex. so with all of this, 198 miles per hour is the top speed. You know what the top speed in Vatican City is? 25. What? Nine. <laughs> so the car, w- the Pope's car would not have been...
1: He just see like a go-kart. You like... see him driving in it, like driving down the road.
4: Hee-hee, hello. It's
0: right. he
1: yeah. me, yeah. the Pope. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry.
0: Don't worry. I'm in a Lamborghini am, driving nine. I
2: am staying the speed limit. <laughs> you imagine him getting pulled over for going 12 miles an hour? Yeah.
0: By Ooh. a Swiss guard. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kathleen is Good already in her head. Good to All know. All I have to do is Get oh,
1: oopsie! My declare. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was going over the. I didn't realize
0: I had stolen this <laughs> oh, Lamborghini.
1: How did I even get here? Oh, <laughs> Lord!
0: You, you know where you are. <laughs> You're listening to the Catholic Underground.
3: Oh, is it my turn? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Tried I, to be a I like having a fun <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, I've got lines. Uh, you're listening to Catholic Underground. We're online at catholicunderground.tv. I am Father Chris Decker, joined by Jeff Blackwell in space, Olivia Galeno on Earth, Kathleen Lee somewhere... In between. In between. We don't even know. <laughs> All right, she's more of a metaphysical...
1: I don't even know. You know yeah. She's
0: on
2: she's a plane. A, she's a floating in the ether kind of type, you know?
0: Yeah. Sure. Ether ethernet. Yeah. <laughs> Our picks of the week are, in fact, coming up. But, you know, because... Because, <laughs> Kathleen
2: is because favorite.
0: Kathleen is a Jane of all trades. Uh, we, we'd like to uh, to reinstitute one of those parts of the show that we like to call the more Kathleen knows.
2: <laughs> I think you need like some sparkle <laughs> music that goes yeah, like, with
0: yeah. that. Well, you know, this it's it's a new segment. We'll right? work on it. So well, I it know. I'm like, gonna work like, on that.
2: Like yeah. Kathleen is some kind of fairy godmother, so you need the appropriate like, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: like a harp thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, you so know. so we figure that uh in this the more Kathleen Knows segment, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the hidden blessings from having to wait in a confession line, because we've all had to do it. I've had to do it.
1: Yes. Now, confession lines are getting longer. If you've been recently, you may have noticed you've had to wait a few minutes. Why? Well, more Catholics are returning to confession recently. Good. After Mm -hmm. the sacrament um, and a sense of sin, or um, was it Pope... um, Who said it? (laughs) Pope Paul the 10th. Six. Six. One of them said, I just taught this. This is how good of a teacher I am. Um, that Fantastic. the sin of the century is the loss of the sense of sin. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah
0: That's called yeah. the Six, I believe. Thank you. Excellent.
1: I'm, I'm go with, yeah. um, and that sin was kind of de emphasized after uh, Vatican II, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And
0: yeah. not because Vatican II taught it, but because right. it was one of those things that we could do to say, ah, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Turns out sin's still a thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. A- absolutely. Like, uh, look, I was talking to my students about it, and they, like, no idea. No idea. I'm like, hey, did you know that you can sin in your thoughts? And they're like, no, 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 Miss Lee. I didn't do anything about it. Like, I just thought. It. Yeah, I just thought. It. And mm. I was like, oh, Bibin, no. No, oh no, boo-boo. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, in my thoughts and in my words. <laughs> what I've, know, done. I've done. What i what to do. I, another reason why confession lines are getting a bit longer, fewer priests, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, at, at the moment, yes. Yes. We're praying for for a resurgence. I'm glad
0: we have a religious order doing that too. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Laura Hudgens, um, our friendly writer over at church pop, mm-hmm. um, has had to wait in lines, 20 centers deep, <laughs> 20
0: sinners <laughs> deep. deep. She's I just like waiting. That. Through That's the a good centers, measurement. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: At Linden Penance Services, um, in her rural Arkansas parish. Oh yeah. Um, and so, however, standing in line while unpleasant at the time can add to your appreciation for this sacrament yeah. and help you realize all the more what a blessing it is to be able to go to confession, to go to a priest and lay your sins before God, mm-hmm. um, no matter how long it takes. Y'all, we live in an, in an instant gratification society. Mm-hmm. Did you know that, that the average American takes less than 20 minutes to eat a meal? And that's if wow. we're not eating it. And like, like think about all the things that are instant, right? Mm-hmm. We have Instagram. We have <laughs> instant mac and cheese, which should not be a thing because that's just nasty, right? Mm-hmm. Some of these things, these things should not be instant.
0: And the more instant they become, oftentimes the more artificial they become, right? Mm-hmm. And they,
1: they lo- I mean, think about and and I'm gonna because it's on my brain. We're gonna talk about it. Um, instant mac and cheese, mm-hmm. like. It's disgusting. It there's loses n- there's its no flavor. actual cheese there. No, <laughs> it loses its flavor, its consistency, it's just not right, right? <laughs> but then you sit down to like good homemade mac and cheese, like somebody made it, made the noodles separate from the, there's no cheese sauce. I mean, it's good quality mm. stuff. Mm. And so when we learn to wait, when we learn to be patient, um we we don't miss the things that we um would miss if we weren't having to wait, mm. if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: Uh-uh, yeah like true confession over here whenever I'm in a confession line that's like let's say 10 centers deep mm-hmm. I, I find myself like watching the clock because there's this one particular church where you're sitting on the <laughs> bench and you can see the clock yeah. and it's like alright we got 25 minutes before mass I got 12 people in front of me alright how much that's time, time on average yeah. can they spend in the confessional and then I'll, I'll <laughs> this is terrible it's like I'll, like keep track, I'll keep track in my head like oh they were in there for 7 minutes that's, that throws everything off so now I have to readjust my math yeah it's, it's mm. well. And
1: we hurt. We're like we hurry up to wait. We hurt. Let's hurry, yeah. hurry, hurry, and then we wait. Yeah. You know. Um, but there are five hidden blessings we're going to talk about from having to wait in a, in a long line in a longer line. Let's yeah. be real. And this is all under the confession. assumption that
0: you're able to get into the confessional because right. there are mm-hmm. there are churches where it's difficult to uh, right. You, you do have to wait right. a while, sure. and then the clock is up, and the priest has to go to the sacristy. Right. Mm-hmm. My parish, by the way, doesn't have that problem. Uh, if you are a sinner. <laughs> I promise you'll be either the first or the second in line. Ding, ding. Probably both. There you Please. Go. So
1: number one, you have more time to pray. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. we prepare ourselves for confession, right? Do we go through a good examination of conscience, right? Mm-hmm. Do we sit down and do we really examine our conscience? Um, do we... Do you have to write it down? Do you yeah. have to make a checklist? Um, spend some time in prayer, right? It's not like, because I know sometimes when we go to confession, we, we go in the door and it's like, here's my sins. Huh? And like, by the time we get there, we're so nervous or whatever that we've forgotten. I have to write things down. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, let me just make sure because I thought about it and now I need to to, to bring this to, to you, mm-hmm. right? Uh, okay. Pray. Yeah, pray yeah. for oh, it, your pastor.
3: It, it, real quick, like, because sure. this yeah. that that has happened to me before. If I didn't make the list, uh-huh. and then after I leave, it's like, oh, yeah. I forgot this. Mm-hmm. What happens then? I just add it to the list for next time.
0: That's what yeah. I do. So, well, I, uh, is yeah. Jesus or is He not the Lord of Time? Well, now is Jesus or is He not the Lord of your memory? Mm. Did not Jesus make you Jeff Blackwell? See. He did participate in your creation, most mm-hmm. certainly. Yeah. And, uh, and so the Lord, he knows the limitations of our memory. And right. so if you oh, walk into the confessional and, uh, and you have intended to confess everything, to lay mm-hmm. your heart before mm-hmm. the Lord, mm-hmm. but you forget something, um, be at ease. Be at ease okay. because the Lord will certainly forgive that. Because what does the Lord want? A contrite heart. Mm-hmm. If your heart is fully contrite, then you are the proper matter of the sacrament and you can be forgiven for all of your sins. All right. I am so, so you sorry, don't even need Kat. to put it on the list actually.
1: Yeah so okay. while you're praying for yourself, pray for your pastor yeah. um, yep. pray that he be given wisdom. pray yep. that he um, you know to, to give you spiritual guidance to give you words of the Lord to be because yeah, that-
0: sometimes we're having a day. Mm-hmm. And and we need. I often say that that you know the the Lord can work through a rusty pipe, but it's helpful to have a pipe that you know doesn't have any corrosion. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes because we're dealing with our own stuff, uh, there can be a little corrosion mm-hmm. in the pipe. Yeah. And so yeah, that's a that's a great thing to say is in the confession line, pray for your pray yeah. for the priest. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: does not talk about it in here, but pray for the people who are in front of and behind you.
0: Yeah, you because say that, that as well. As
1: you are, they're probably. I mean, like you have no idea here, here. what they're. Carrying well, yeah. in with them yes. um, So that leads us to number two Solidarity with other penitents yep. Right Confession is always powerful But there's something exceptionable. Exceptionable. exceptional, exceptional, Exceptional Sure
4: mm-hmm. There it is <laughs>
1: One of those words Mm -hmm. um, about so many different people gathered together in one place, right? To confess their sins and to receive God's healing mercy, right? To come to the hospital,
0: right? It's like you're waiting
1: and it's like you're in the waiting room of the ER, right? Mm -hmm. And you're all kind of sitting there and you're like, yep.
0: We are a community together. There we go. Yeah. You you slammed your thumb in the jam jar again, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's really cool too about this is that solidarity with other penitents, that reaches way back into the church's history. Uh, as to why people would make pilgrimages right. mm-hmm. to find solidarity not in your sin but in your <laughs> willingness desire to be forgiven yeah mm-hmm. and so
1: you know if you find yourself frustrated by the fact that you have to wait in line right um be moved by the sight of so many other people mm-hmm. that that are wanting to run back into the arms of jesus yeah. right and if you don't make it to confession just be be satisfied with that beautiful sight mm-hmm. right number three um a humbling sense of gratitude Right, we are when you're t- tempted to grumble inwardly. About the line for confession. Think about people who don't have the freedom or the opportunity to go to confession. Yeah, right. we Catholics living under oppressive regimes or in war-torn regions complain about a 45-minute wait time. They would not. No, it's been 45 right.
0: years. Or they, months. Some,
1: yeah, some of these people haven't been to mass in years. Some of these mm-hmm. people haven't seen a priest in years. They would walk for days to mm-hmm. be able to, to do what we can drive down the street and do. Yeah. Um, and so just remember that you know and and um, you know we have several places throughout throughout our diocese that we can go to confession. We have several priests, even though we are a little short, um, that we can just grab or make an appointment with to go to confession. Mm-hmm. And there are people who just don't have that.
0: Yep. Um, and we don't mind, by the way. Sure. We don't mind. Yeah. Uh, call us. If you, know, if, if you can't make a confession time, uh, because sometimes it, you know, it can be difficult to find uh, confession times that are long enough uh, right, to, yeah. to accommodate you, and we know that, uh, yeah. by the way mea culpa, yeah. uh, but you can always call the office, and, and we would be happy to sit down with you mm-hmm. for yeah. sure.
1: Number four, gives you a little bit of time to read those pamphlets and flyers in the back of church. I <laughs> love a good pamphlet in the back that's just a l- quick little short, like, yep. hey, you may be Catholic, but just in case you want to remember mm-hmm. what we teach, uh, there's little pamphlets that you find in the back of church, and at your grandma's house, right? Your grandma might have a stack of them. Uh, my gran- my granny always used to carry them in her purse, and she'd pull them out <laughs> and just go, Here. <laughs> you need to learn about this today. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, excellent. Yeah, okay. Um, and and it's such a cool way. We talk about you know Catholic radio being um, kind of non-threatening for Catholics who want to know more about their faith but feel like they should know. Yeah, right. Just flip through a couple pamphlets and go. Oh, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. I knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, a lot of cool new ways to pray, like the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. You may find a um, you know a little pamphlet on that. I love a good diagram that shows me exactly what i had to pray on each bead because mm-hmm. i forget all the time mm-hmm. um,
0: and actually you might have time to pray a chaplet of divine right? mercy right uh, or no your mind. own
1: spiritual reading that you have with you yep i always
0: um, used to bring a book or my breviary
1: yeah. yeah or your journal yeah. right, yeah. right. Oh, to, yeah. to, to journal about you know what it is that the lord is speaking to you in those few minutes that's right? a great idea all this and more is waiting for you <laughs> on the side table in the vest.
0: More than likely. That's <laughs> yes, right.
1: Yes. And most of it is for free.
0: Yeah. What? I spent this morning cleaning up our side mm,
1: table. Nice, nice. And number five, um, it's a pre penance. Yeah. Y'all, to wait, to have to wait um when we want to be instantly gratified is is sometimes excruciating. Think of all the times you have to wait for good things to happen. Um, you know, and, and I I loathe this phrase with all of my being. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but you can make it an offering, to offer it up.
0: Yeah. Um, make of yourself an yes, oblation. because I don't
1: loathe the idea. It's a mm-hmm. very good idea um, to, to make this a sacrifice. To um, As you are waiting and getting frustrated, maybe you're praying for that person in front of you that looks like they're going to throw up because mm-hmm. they haven't been to confession in many years. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you are praying for those people um, that you have sinned against. Yeah, right. Maybe you're offering it up for... Um, for um, somebody that you know who hasn't been to confession in a long time and yeah. is struggling with that with that um, that journey back to right. forgiveness and mercy. Mm-hmm. You're praying for your priest. You're offering all that up. Um, so. This time is valuable. It's mm-hmm. not wasted, um, even if you're continuously checking your phone for the time.
0: Um, <laughs> to make sure you can get it under the wire. Yeah, just yeah. come
1: prepared. You may mm-hmm. be in and out in, in two minutes, you yeah. know, and, and then you're sitting waiting for Mass to start. Uh, it may be a little bit longer than that, especially mm-hmm. during Lent um, and Advent, you know, time, seasons of the church where, uh, where we're called to come back to, to confession. Yeah. Um, but... but to, to sit and let the Lord show you what he wants to show you in that time. Yeah. Because healing doesn't happen um, instantly most right. times. Like if you cut yourself, it takes a little while. Mm-hmm. Right? That's correct, and so yeah. start before you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. you know, to heal to heal that wound.
0: That's right. It reminds me of that, uh, that old uh, Baltimore catechism, the, the five steps to being prepared for a good confession is to examine your conscience, mm-hmm. to be truly sorry, to have the purpose of amendment, to confess your sins, and to accept your penance. Uh, those five steps actually help to take you through, and uh, and and sometimes meditating upon those steps can be very very helpful. So lots to do as you wait in the confessional line. Well, you know there's lots to do on the other side of this break, but we're gonna take it anyway. We'll be right back with the Catholic Underground. A prayer for vocations, O God, who wills not the death of a sinner, but rather that he be converted and live, grant we beseech you, through the intercession of the Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, St. Joseph, her spouse, and all the saints, an increase of laborers for your church, fellow laborers with Christ, to spend and consume themselves for souls. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Welcome back to the Catholic Underground. You have found me, Father Chris Decker, sinner, uh, joined by Olivia Galino, Kathleen Lee, Jeff Blackwell. Sinners sin. all. Yes. But talking uh, about
1: sin, y'all.
0: Yes, but <laughs> but redeemed in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And continually uh, brought back through that same blood yes. in the sacramental life Thank of the, the church. Yes. Oh yes. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. We never talk about sin in a vacuum because that's the path that leads to despair that's right um but yeah so um, we are taking this from this article called why is sin such darned fun and <laughs> right right yeah fill it's, in it's blanks damnable you, <laughs> sin is tis but um, well, we figured
0: we'd be you know genteel on the air
2: well the site that we're uh we're lifting this from is called shameless Popery, so i feel like you know yeah. that's appropriate yeah
0: <laughs> sorry yeah, yeah we're being um, shameless about talking about sin
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something, I think it's an important topic because we don't really talk about sin a lot. It's mm. like, uh, we don't talk about hell a lot because mm. it's one of those things we would prefer to maybe dance around. It's and scary. like, Yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll get to it, you know? I'll, I'll think about that one day. Um, I'll think about that when I'm in line for the confessional, but yeah. but you know, other than that, eh. um, So let's just think about like, what's the deal with sin? Let's start with the basics. Um, first of all, it can be really easy to think of sin as like fun and virtue as not fun. Um, and and especially like when you're, uh, you're talking to someone about like how to live the moral life, um, and you, you present like the Christian moral life as an, uh, as an alternative to maybe whatever they're doing. Um, especially like, let's just imagine that you're on the streets of Mardi Gras in New Orleans. I mean, the streets of New Orleans during Mardi Gras, um, Mm -hmm. and you know, like living a virtuous life, it may not be on everyone's mind and it could even be presented as like the opposite of what I'm doing now. but we know that in the, in the church, we are people of joy. We are the Easter people. That's uh, not necessarily the case. Um, but you'll often have that kind of dichotomy, um, at least in people's minds, of like, well, I don't know. Like, it's, First of all, it sounds hard to live a life of virtue, but it also yeah. sounds like I'm literally not going to have any fun.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, there, There's this sense that, that heaven is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, I, I don't want to be bored. It's kind of like what we were talking about with the uh, the more Kathleen knows segment that not only do we want instant gratification, we want the gratification part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only do we want it now, we want to be gratified. Yeah. We want to seek pleasure
4: mm-hmm. and
0: we don't want to contend with pain. And of course, um, uh, oddly enough, sin in the moment doesn't seem like it causes pain.
2: Right. Well, and I think that that's a really good point, too, because we, we maybe tacitly acknowledge the fact that sin involves some kind of pleasure Mm -hmm. Um, but we don't want to look that in the face because we don't want to have to wrestle with that because You know, obviously, if there's something that's that's pleasurable about it, there is something that tempts us towards it, yeah. then it's attractive in some way. Right. And at the base of it, there's going to be some kind of good. And we don't want, we want it everything to be in black and white, like sin, bad, virtue, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, like, just kind of make that divide and mm-hmm. neither, neither of the two shall shall cross each other's paths. That's
0: right. But, and that's not to say that pleasure is a bad thing. Exactly. But pleasure must be ordered properly.
2: Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. that's
0: where, that's where sin is. Comes in because it is Mm -hmm. it is disordered desire for pleasure, um, without recognizing uh, the the sinister side of of how sin is. um, You know, it's 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 a pastry that tastes like nothing.
2: Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. talk about a bad place. Easy mac and cheese. That's what it's easy mac and cheese. (laughs) There you go. I mean, Yeah. yeah, that orange powder. Yuck, that's, that's purgatory right there. <laughs> it's a lie. Um, but yeah, so when we're thinking about you like. You okay, said cheese
0: of lies. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Focus, children. Sorry, sorry. Keep going. Um, Go As the
2: youngest at this table, I say focus. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. When we're thinking about like, well, why is there a reality of the fact that like there's something about sin that can be pleasurable? You know, mm-hmm. how do I wrestle with that? I think we have to first start with like, okay, the goodness of creation. Mm-hmm. We see this in the Genesis accounts. The Lord creates, um, you know, You know the birds of the 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 birds of the air, Mm -hmm. and I was about to say the birds of the sea. You know, those yeah, fish bird. birds. Yeah. Um, but he creates these different subsets of creation mm-hmm. in a specific order. And after each one, he says, this is good. Yeah. This is good. It is um, to
0: be enjoyed. Right. It is ordered.
2: Right. It because is man, man is not the only you know subset of creation, not the only creature that the Lord says is good. He says that man is very good, mm-hmm. but he also says that the fish are good and the trees are good mm-hmm. and the sunset is good. Mm-hmm. Um, in
0: some cases, good eating.
2: And um, in most cases, good. Yeah, that's true. Um, so if there's a goodness to creation, um, and this is because, you know, our creator is, is good himself. He mm-hmm. is the capital G, good, end of sentence, end of story, good. Mm-hmm. And so anything that, that comes forth from him is going to be full of that delight that he right. is. Um, and so evil, on the other hand, it isn't this other thing. Evil mm-hmm. is a non-thing. Mm-hmm. Um, evil, evil is like a parasite. Right. It we- sucks...
0: That, that, the, yeah, yeah the great we call it the privation of good
2: right yeah right. that's that's like the um the systematic, absence of good yeah it's just the scholastic definition of evil is the privation of a good
0: i like the idea of it as a parasite too
2: no that's a really yeah. help i'm gonna steal that that's a really yeah. helpful um Image. way of explaining yeah. it because like you were saying every nothing is just going to be pure evil you're not going to find something and it's just going to be its substance if you want to say is evil because yeah. that 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 can't be, um, and no person, no action, no thing is purely evil. Um, because like we're saying evil is this parasite. Um, so every evil thing that you can think of, it's just a corruption mm-hmm. or a perversion of something that's good or the absence of something good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you think about like eating, drinking, sexuality, and even like a well-placed like temper tantrum, that's right. like those are good things. yes
0: yeah. Right. Righteous anger. Yeah. Um, you, uh, yeah venting actually properly ordered can be a good thing. can
2: be a good thing Mm -hmm. um and there's a reason that we're built to enjoy these things that we're we're meant to appreciate them and find pleasure from them so just like it's bad to be proud uh, but it's good to have Mm self-esteem um it's not inherently wicked to strive for greatness um there all of this is kind of in the language of virtue like we we toe a fine line between these extremes Mm -hmm. of thinking that you know i'm worth nothing and thinking i'm worth everything you know the virtue is found in the mean uh, in, the, in the average of those two things. Yep. Um, so in the same vein, like gluttony and drunkenness are wrong, but it's not to say that food and drink are evil. Right. Um, and it's not an accident or a trap that God's creation is filled with things that give us delight. I think sometimes purpose.
0: we think that, right? Right. Like if, if that whole cheesecake was just given to me at the bake sale, I'm looking at you, parishioners of St. Francis Cabrini <laughs> in Lavonia, Louisiana. Um, it's not that that cheesecake was created so that I would fall. I think sometimes yeah. we think about the world in that, in that kind of a sense, is that God puts all of these things here just to tempt us. Right. Mm. No. Actually, no. A cheesecake is good. Right. So good. It is a good.
2: Right. And there's a way to... Engage with the cheesecake in a way that it will not defeat you. That's right. In a
0: way that is ordered. Yeah. yeah. The ordered consumption of cheesecake. Hmm. That would be. There's your. There's my, your episode title. My memoirs. Yeah, I think there you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh huh. Um, so yeah. So if we think about sin uh, as this perversion of a good, uh, and one way of understanding sin then is going to be as like the misuse of a gift, mm-hmm. because someone can give me, I don't know, a. Like a, Okay, I was at my, my little cousin's first birthday today, so this is the thing that's on my mind. They gave her like a little mini ball pit. Okay, so right. I can use the ball pit in the way that it's intended, which is for a baby to a toddler, or I can get in it myself, pop everything, lose all of the balls that came in the box, and then no one can use the ball pit.
0: Dude. I've made you it had something. 15 seconds of fun.
2: I, yeah, mm-hmm. and now Dude, no one can have fun, because mm-hmm. I suck the fun out of everything. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. You're you're doing
2: great. Oh, yeah. 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 So that would be a misuse of a gift. She (laughs) doesn't, (laughs) by the way. I'm a fun sucker. No, but that would be a misuse of a gift.
0: There's your episode title.
2: Oh, mm. uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, thinking misuse about, yeah, thinking about like how we can, things are, things are good and we can misuse them uh, in terms of how we have a relationship with them, how we engage them in our lives. Um, and especially thinking about like, well, we're given this like intense rational gift. Our intellect is a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can even misuse that when we're talking about our relationship with these creaturely things. Yeah. Um, you know, think think about all the ways that maybe we can talk ourselves into like, well, it wouldn't be that bad if I ate an entire cheesecake, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we rationalize ways to, to make something less than what it is or yeah. make something more than what it is. Um, and so we, we manipulate what the gift is intended to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's why we sin. Um, the fact that there's pleasure in something, the fact that there's something attractive about uh, whatever creaturely thing, whatever material thing, yeah. or, you know, an action um, – If sin weren't enjoyable, it wouldn't be tempting to us. That's right. You know, we don't crave uh, just sin. We don't crave evil. Um, We crave good. And that's really the, I don't know, like the the thing to remember about this particular um, conversation right now is that sin is always in the pursuit of a good. Yeah. um you like I was saying like you don't sin actively going after like I want to be an evil person I right. really want pain I really want to inflict pain on others
0: and I want to be separated from God we yeah. really don't have that that aim whenever we consent to sin right oftentimes in that moment we think that we are doing what we perceive to be the most good for me in that moment right. You know
2: yeah exactly yeah. like so for example we don't steal because we believe that stealing is gonna make us a better person no. uh, or because we have some kind of authentic or uh, even if it's distorted appreciation of financial security mm-hmm. or lust for things we don't have like yeah. we don't that's not in our minds we steal because we see the good of the thing whatever it is that we want and mm-hmm. so we take it To ourselves in a way that's not ordered we didn't ask for it we didn't pay for it whatever
0: that's right yeah Um, in fact that's why in the the renewal of baptismal promises uh, actually before a baptism there is before you even get to the do you believe in God the Father there is a triple renunciation of sin and of glamour the glamour of evil yeah and then of Satan himself and and that sin always presents itself in, in a way that is glamorous
2: oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that's like the next kind of thing I want to transition into is that that attractiveness to sin. There's always a deception that comes with it. Yeah, the idea that okay, yeah, like maybe this is a warped good, and maybe you even know that, but it's worth it because it's so attractive for yeah, whatever reason, um, or even it, maybe it contributes to the lie that we want to believe that this thing or this. Person or this um, action will lead to some kind of long-term happiness, right. and that's just not the case. Because like it
0: seems like Kathleen's fanny pack will be, you know, useful and suitable for storing things, but it is a sin of fashion to wear a fanny pack after
1: 1990. That's lies. That's lies and <laughs> deceit the right there. I don't think that's
2: theologically correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lay I think- off my fanny pack. <laughs> I think the trend of, uh, of modern fashion would disagree with you because that thing had mermaid sequins on that's it. That's true. Oh, well, it did. I
0: didn't realize it had mermaid sequins. Yeah, I don't know Never what that mind. means,
2: but that's what it said. Yeah, I'm bringing but, it in next
1: week.
0: <laughs> All right. But, yeah, there, there's this notion that, that, that Sin absolutely is good Glamorous,
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that it all comes back to that desire for happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, what is that desire for happiness? It's always happiness with a person. Um, so it's a desire for communion. That's our deepest need and our deepest want is that happiness. And so I don't, you know, steal... A seashell because I think that that seashell is gonna um, fulfill something deeply in- inside me. I steal because I ultimately wanna be happy and I'm grasping at things that I think will make me happy yeah. or that things that will contribute to that happiness. Um, and so, Everyone, and this shouldn't be a surprise, but everyone from the greatest saint in history Mm -hmm. to the greatest sinner wanted to be happy and wants to be happy. We all want to be happy. Um, And that's where the glamour of evil comes in because the goods of the world are true goods. They Mm -hmm. are good. Um, That's not a a deception to say that they are good. But it's easy to fall for the lie that our ultimate happiness lies in those things Mm -hmm. or can be found in just those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not just great sinners who fall into this trap. In fact. A really interesting point that um, the author of this article brings up is that it's frequently those who have avoided the life of sin that quietly pine for it.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think that that's maybe something that we don't really consider a lot. We 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 look at our lives on the surface, and maybe we can say like, "Well, I don't, I don't, I've never killed anybody." That's right. That's always like, the I'm, first thing that they yeah. say why they don't need to
0: go to confession. Well, I've never killed anybody.
2: Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like, well. Have you torn down someone's reputation? Yeah. You know, like, and we have to ask, we all have to ask ourselves those questions. Um, Mm -hmm. But, and it's not just like, okay, you haven't done the big things, but have you cultivated a life of virtue in which you don't want those things? Um, Because that's really, I mean, when the church wants us to have a detachment from sin, Mm -hmm. right? To not even desire uh, a, a perverted um, acceptance of a good. That's right. We want the true good, and we want only the true good.
0: And it's interesting you say that because that's one of the conditions to receive an indulgence. Yeah. Is a detached desire from sin.
2: Right. And Which that's is, something that we constantly have to be striving for. Absolutely. Like that's not a one that's and right. done kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so this idea that like um, that those who frequently um, uh, have, avoided have avoided the, avoided life, the life of, of sin, sin pine for it. So think about like the the parable of the prodigal son. So the older brother in that story. Uh, or in that parable, he, he seems to be jealous of his brother. His mm-hmm. brother comes back, he's squandered everything, he's lived this life of, you know, I don't know, it's like, yeah. lasciviousness, botch, like he's, yeah, yeah it's debauchery. and um, and then he lived in squalor because of that life and those choices that he made, mm-hmm. and then he comes back and everything seems hunky-dory, and he's kinda like, well, what the heck, guys, like, mm-hmm. I, I've been here the whole time, That's I right. haven't done anything, and you've never even slaughtered a goat for me and my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does that say? That that seems like a, a dissatisfaction with the, the good choices that he's made. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has stuck around. He has been a good son. He's been attentive to his father. And he's, you know, had good friendships. And, and that's never seemed to be rewarded in the way that, that makes him... Uh, appreciative of it but yeah. then he sees what his brother's done and how everything's fine now and he's like well I don't know maybe I maybe I went about this the wrong way maybe mm-hmm. maybe, maybe there's, I should have been the guy yeah, yeah like yeah. maybe maybe mm-hmm. I'm missing out on something and I think that's like one of the key pieces at least you know, intellectually, is like the idea that I'm missing out on something mm-hmm. that's better.
0: Which, interestingly enough, is is one of those uh, those difficulties of our modern society, huh? Mm-hmm. We call it FOMO, the <sighs> fear of missing out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. you know? And, and that mm-hmm. in, in and of itself is uh, the, the fear of of missing what that glamorous thing, that is quite possibly sinful, mm-hmm. you know, not yeah. always, but right. uh, that glamorous thing is something that I myself am not able to grasp. Right. That's an interesting... Uh, Yeah. To ponder.
2: And I like the um, the other example that he gives. He says, think of virtue and sin like a diet, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, you know, we're all Americans. We're familiar with this. But, you know, eating junk food is uh, most often more fun than eating something smart and sensible and has lots of vegetables in it. Yeah. There's no Um, such
0: thing as a cruciferous Oreo.
2: Sadly no Well mm-hmm. actually no That's not sad Because that would be gross Yeah But
0: An Oreo made of A broccoli Oreo <laughs> Okay <Ew>. okay. <laughs> okay
2: Why you blaspheme
0: Well you uh, put the cauliflower nasty? In the middle No and it oh. uh, Quit it You're welcome
1: <laughs> I'm bringing Cheetos Next
4: week
0: <laughs> Cheetos as as in mac- the fanny pack <laughs> In my
1: fanny pack That's right Your nasty Vegetable <laughs> Substitution Vegetable Oreo That's another lie When people are like Oh it, this is like Cauliflower mashed potatoes It tastes just like my- No <laughs> No, it doesn't.
0: You <laughs> liar. Right. That's right. And the glamour of mashed potatoes. It's potato. deceitful.
1: That's what it is.
2: 100% agree.
1: Lies. Good day. Oh
2: my gosh, I'm a little fired up on this. Fantastic. Move on before I get. Okay. for the wrap. So well, wrapping well. up that analogy, <laughs> it's easy to imagine that you have to choose between these lifestyles of like just being healthy and then enjoying yourself. Um, but if you opt for just the second choice, after a while, you're going to find that you enjoy yourself less and less because mm-hmm. your body is starting to deteriorate. It's not mm-hmm. getting the the nutrients that it needs. No. You know, if you're living on just... Just the double stuff Oreos, then your body's gonna be like, "Hey, what's up, man? I need some nitrogen. Like eat some spinach." Yeah, but yeah.
0: lard does not contain the nitrogen necessary for the yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, no. Human this is life. just
2: this,
1: because of the fall. It does not.
0: That's right. That's um, right. Because of the thanks
1: fall. Thanks a lot, Adam and
0: Eve. <laughs> He um, took the fun out of lards.
2: <laughs> the original
0: fun
2: sucker. <laughs> the original fun suckers. Oh, that's terrible.
0: It's another episode title. Oh, that's terrible. Okay.
2: No. So coming back to the point. Are we still on the air? We're, we're, still, still, we're still somehow. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But I really, really want to like round this out um, mm-hmm. and kind of give a, a, a nice summation to what we're talking about. You know, so we have this idea or, or this reality that at, at our deepest longing is for happiness. Uh, and no amount of worldly enjoyment can ever fulfill that longing. Uh, at best, it can cover it up for a little longer, so maybe we don't notice it. And that's why sin seems so promising, because of those initial pleasures. Um, but in the end, we end up like the miserable prodigal son. We end up eating, uh, not even eating the slop of the pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, or like St. Augustine on the brink of his conversion. He even said things like, I was in love with love. He was yeah. in love with the the act of loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loved things for the, the material, not material, the, um, like, emotional pleasure that it gave him, but yeah. also the material pleasure that it gave him.
0: It's also why he stole too, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's st- mm-hmm. stealing the pears. Yeah, um, he stole for the for the stealing.
2: Yeah, he stole just to for the rush of stealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he writes very eloquently about how that doesn't give you fulfillment. Um, so when there, these goods that we're talking about, these created goods are properly enjoyed, they will lead us to God because they are given to us by him. Yeah. Um, and and we keep saying you know if things are properly ordered if or things are are happening in the right timing and all that and that comes with discernment like the real kind of discernment um, mm-hmm. when is a good time to pursue a certain good so like like sex is reserved for the sacrament of marriage mm-hmm. you know when you take it outside of that context either you know premarital extramarital whatever then that's when you get yourself into trouble because it's not. situated in the context that it's intended for
0: yeah it becomes it becomes glamorous Mm -hmm. but it doesn't become ordered towards unity and pleasure
2: yeah and And procreation yeah and you yourself are a being that is meant to be ordered yeah you know your body and soul are meant to be in communion and
0: we experience that desire Mm -hmm. we really do and that's that's our longing for happiness is essentially our longing to be ordered by the one who created us that way
2: yeah So when you're thinking about, you know, how to, maybe you have a particular sin that you really struggle with, um, maybe it's something that recurs in your life, or maybe there's a a trigger that you experience a lot. Think about what your relationship should be like with created goods. Mm -hmm. Um, it should always be something that's temperate, always be something that's, that's, you know, never to an extreme, like Mm -hmm. either you hate the thing or you love the thing and you'll give up anything for the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but Be appreciative of the gifts that you're given. You know, approach everything in gratitude um, and then think about, okay, well, how can I use this thing or how can I experience this person or how can I whatever in a way that's going to lead to the greater glory of God Mm -hmm. and my sanctification and this other person if another person is involved.
0: That's right. And Um, it's worth knowing that sometimes we're going to mess that up. We're not always going to have that disposition but that's the thing to bring to prayer is, is mm-hmm. if I am inclined towards a particular type of uh, of disorder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to say, Lord, help to order my heart mm-hmm. aright. Help to order my thoughts aright so that I can, um, as, as Matt Fradd, um who, who wrote The Porn Effect and all these things, mm-hmm. uh, so that I can use things but love people. Yeah. yeah love yeah. people but use things, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Um, there, so we could certainly uh, say more about it, and there's plenty well, more to could say. We yeah. <laughs> they, they did, in fact, write a book on sin, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and how it was um, brought together in Jesus Christ, huh, who wishes to free us from sin. His mm-hmm. very name means that. God will save his people from mm-hmm. their sins. And so that is, of course, why we have the sacramental life of the church. And thanks be to God that we do. Yes. One of the other things that, that we have uh, on this program, um, unlike any other program, is that part of the show that we like to call... The CU Pick of the Week Uh Uh-huh, that's the name of it, actually Um, And so, uh, for our first CU Pick of the Week We go, as we always do, to Kathleen first
1: Well, uh, this past week, um, actually Friday, I was reunited with my beloved Chunk, my French Bulldog. I was gonna say,
4: (laughs) Um,
1: I was getting there. Okay, sorry. Um, He's been at my parents for about a month, living in the garage, which uh, has a window unit, so he's aptly taken care of. He's (laughs) climate-controlled French Bulldog. Of course, he's not allowed in the house because my parents are selling the house. Um. I don't understand why not. Um, (laughs) But, anyways, we were united. Now, Chunk is is a frequent you know, um, passenger in my car. He's always in the front seat. Um, in fact, he has, uh, christened the side with slobber mm. there's just sorry about that you know note to um, self do yeah. not ride in the passenger um, seat and he's not car. a big shedder uh, but you know I thought maybe I should protect my uh, my car I mean not that there's really much to protect because <laughs> let's be honest now. it's just yeah so but anyway I wanted to see you know and he also has a tendency to stand on the window the whole ride mm-hmm. like he doesn't ever settle down so I've been trying some new things to see and I um, I found on Amazon this, uh, this brand called barks bar it's one word barks bar barks bar yeah barks bar and um i was trying out some some um, co- some seat covers and chunk is a mover and a groover and so things slide all over the place he slides all over but pla- it is not attractive at all he can't breathe he can't get- it's just bad and um, he's a
0: dog of low inertia
1: yes yeah and uh, and and quite a bit of Velocity. Yeah, he's just he's, <laughs> velocity. Yeah, that's, yeah. there you go. That's there a good it one. is. Um, but anyway, they have a. I, I ordered one of their front seat covers for yeah. your for your car, um, mm-hmm. and it is excellent. It's about twenty bucks, which is on the low end. Yeah. Uh, for the front seat cover, uh, it doesn't slip. He has some slipping issues, like you know, because of his paws and he's always moving. Um, but uh, the seat cover itself which if you've ever tried to cover a seat or a sofa or anything like that it's ridiculous but anyway it's a near occasion there's (laughs) it's it's going everywhere it's ridiculous but this fits very well um so bark's bar they have some other stuff um as well as a backseat cover um but yeah joan
0: in the chat room says uh please let kathleen's pick be turkey, burgers, and kale.
1: No! Never! <laughs> that's when you know the world is ending!
0: <laughs> that's all you've got in your bunker?
2: Yeah! That would be... Oh, my
0: no. God. All right, from the Barks Bar to Olivia.
2: Yeah. His bar. I'm going to get made fun of for this. Okay, so my pick of the week is actually something that I bought on an impulse um, a couple weeks ago because I was at a record store. Mm-hmm. And um, it's this album called Reservoir by an artist known as Gordy. And that's G-O-R-D-I. Okay. Um, and her... Christian name I don't know is Sophie Payton mm-hmm. um, she she performs as Gordy um, and I'm, I'm going to read you this is the description that's going to get me made fun of
4: oh please um,
2: she's described by one of these music magazines as Indie Pop slash Folktronica which just means that she's a mesh of a bunch of different things and she doesn't really fit in like one particular category. Shut up, Kathleen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you, you had me at <laughs> You
2: I'm telling you, y'all would like her. Y'all would like her. You'd give her a chance. Give her a chance. Hmm. Because she's got this really cool tone to her voice. She sounds kind of like... Um, uh, like Florence, a little bit okay. like Florence and the Machine, mm-hmm. um, so she's got that like deepness to her voice. But the the album itself is about like um, kind of wading through some rough waters of different friendships that she's had. Um, but she writes about it in a really beautiful way, um, and it and it, it's still indie pop. So there's it's not all like down in the depths like we're gonna get depressed. Um, mm-hmm. But she she's really like a great storyteller and it really, it's it's like reading someone's like inner thoughts or yeah. like or listening to someone's inner thoughts and, and kind of going on that journey with them. And
0: good music can really do that. And Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, um, I'm putting it into my Spotify search so I remember to do this. Ooh. As oh, you oh, all
2: okay. should. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, it's a really great album. I listen to it um, not only on my record player but on my Spotify over and over again. Uh, I did it on the way over here. Aww. She's great. So, hmm. Do you, do, you do that
0: as well whenever you discover good music and you just start listening to it over over I and kill over it and over. Mm. Yeah. I absolutely kill it. You know, uh, it. I I did the same thing. So I I did what I never do, Jeff. What? Uh, I downloaded a game on my iPad. Oh wow! Civilization Six by Sid Meier. That's me. Um, it, and it's a it's a simulation game where you you mm-hmm. play as uh, different um, different world leaders and try to build a civilization. Yeah. The soundtrack for that. It's not my pick of the week. It should be. Oh. But uh, but let me tell you, I've listened to the that over and over. Is that so? This brought to you by Don't Buy Games for Your iPad. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> Jeff, fear pick of the week. All oh, mine is yeah. uh, I'm yeah.
3: gonna uh, a serious no healthcare versus health share. Uh, typical doctrine and hospitalization insurance has gotten more complicated, more expensive, yeah. uh, and there's a, a move underway across the country to uh, to change that, uh, and it has been going on for several years. But uh, Harvard trained Catholic physician Dr. Landon Roussel has a podcast, and it's so. Uh, entertaining and educational and lets you know all about direct primary care, its benefits and its future. Uh, But uh, check it out in their show notes. But if you just uh, search for the direct care Direct Primary Care Podcast on iTunes. You'll find a bunch of free shows there.
0: Very, very cool. And, uh, and of course, Dr. Roussel is a good friend of Catholic Radio. Yeah, he and, moved to um, Louisiana.
3: His, uh, his roots are here. Roussel is spelled R-O-U-S-S-E-L with one L. Mm-hmm. That's yeah.
0: right. Uh, very very cool, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb and make my pick of the week, uh, the soundtrack to Sid Meier's Civilization 6 I'll put it in the show notes. Uh-huh. But I can also follow that up with a sub-pick of the week, and that is, uh, let me see if I can get the name right here. Um, do, 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 do. By the way, is the soundtrack
3: yep. available on Spotify? Or? It is. Oh, in really? Fact. Yeah, okay, good, good, which is surprising
0: right. to me. Um, right. So the Anchor A N K E R SoundBuds Slim Wireless Headphones Bluetooth 4.1 Lightweight Stereo IPX5 Earbuds with magnetic Mermaid connection Siemens. and nano coating, sweatproof, make headset. Great products. Anchor is. <laughs> yeah, Anchor is really yeah. good. So, so I mean, I have an expensive set of Plantronics uh, Bluetooth yes. headphones mm-hmm. that I bought in an airport vending machine. Ah. Oh. Um, <laughs> Which were, you know, always, but but the Anchor, 30 bucks, roughly, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. 30, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 49 cents. Uh, good set of Bluetooth uh, earbuds they are coming with me on the Camino Santiago. Beautiful. So, there you beautiful, go. That's beautiful. my pick of the week, along with that uh, soundtrack. Jeff, we're always very thankful for those who support us with their finances, but also with their prayers. For sure.
3: Humbly grateful. Yes, mm-hmm. and this week Catholic Underground is possible because of people just like you join the growing number of Undergrounders at catholicunderground.com slash donate. Also, portions of the Catholic Underground are brought to you by audibletrial.com slash Underground. There's more information at catholicunderground.tv.
0: That's right. In fact, go to catholicunderground.com. A lot of you have been asking about the show notes. When you go to catholicunderground.com, you click the latest show and that will uh, show you the show notes for this episode. By the way, we'll put the Sister Katie's address. I'm sorry, Sister Philomena Marie's address yes, in there. Yes, so yeah. that you can send her mail. Uh, our panelists have been Kathleen Lee, the benefactress, uh, at kaylee626 on Instagram. The unpaid docent of the Catholic Underground. Thank yeah, you. That's sure. where Real looking, cheese, Kathleen. Real cheese, Kathleen. <laughs> Olivia Galino is at OM Galino on all of the social medias. That's true. That's it's right. That's mostly true. Mostly true. Our technical director is Jeff Blackwell at Jeff Blackwellis on Twitter, on all those things. A Thanks pleasure and an honor. Yeah. Our research assistant, the leader of the crew in the lab, is Jim Hayes. Our video director for this episode has been Ed Ball. And you know me, I think. Uh, I'm Father Chris Decker. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Digital Catholic. And uh, we hope that we have helped you cut through that noise of the digital continent and find the still small voice we are the catholic underground we're faith on digital and we my friends will see you next time